Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. The men's USA basketball team is still the heavy favorites, even after the loss to France and some other gold medal odds. You have the USA minus 300, Australia plus 800, Spain plus 900, France with the big win over USA at plus 1100. Visit the website today, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device and join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip off, face off, or pitch, Head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. What up, TCK Potters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. Another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, aka TCK Pod. This is episode 419. We got another mock draft. Coming at you, I got my man Jordan Delavalle coming back with another one of these mocks. He's been on the last handful, and we've got a very special guest, my good friend and former uh, founder of the podcast, co-host of the podcast, OG TCK Potter, my man Curly, coming out of retirement, dusting it off to get in and down on a mock draft. We have a live draft room. It is full. We're going to get started in just about 30 seconds, but I wanted to introduce the show quickly. We are doing a mock draft. We're going to do a super flex redraft PPR settings. Now, for sake of time on the podcast per usual and the fact that we have a full house, we are going to keep it a bit minimal as far as draft positions. So we have a quarterback, maybe two if you want that super flex, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and just three bench spots. We're going to keep it easy on the bench. I know we want to find deep sleepers and stuff, but that won't be this draft. We're looking up at the top heavy for the quarterbacks because a lot of those guys are going to be up in the top heavy. Anyway, if you have not yet, please follow me on Twitter, Sky Guasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, on Instagram as well, Fantasy Football underscore TCK Pod. Find us on the Believe Podcast Networks. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, please rate and review. And make sure, of course, to subscribe, hit the bell, and leave a comment down here below as we go through our mock draft. Without any further ado, let me bring in the boys. What's up, y'all? Jordan, good to have you back once again for another mock draft. And Curly, my man, it's been, I feel like it's been literally years since you've been on the show. <laughs> and uh, for, for folks uh, retuning in or just tuning in and, and maybe are new this season, um, reintroduce yourself to the TCK Potters, man. Great to have you back. Yeah, Daniel and I helped uh, helped get you know helped you get this kickstarted a bunch of years ago. What 2018, 2017, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, too long to count now, but yeah, I'm Curly. Uh, I live out here in Arizona. I came out here for grad school way back in about 2013 uh, to study photography, and I've been been pretty much stuck ever since. <laughs> um, I mean, stuck in a good way because there's a lot of job opportunities out here for uh, teaching photo classes at ASU and the community colleges, but. But yeah, and then on my free time, I do fantasy football, obviously. Um, I, I'm, I ain't no expert analyst, so definitely don't do as I do with all these picks here. But um, I, I, you know, every single day I've got podcasts running in the background, running in my ears when I'm mowing the lawn. Um, you know, I look for chores to do around the house so that I can put a damn podcast on and take a break from my normal life. Um, so I'm always listening to football all off season, everything. So I definitely know 
um, everything that's going on, Aaron Rodgers' sandals and his weird man bun and his yeah. weird passive aggressive drama. And <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that's me. Excellent, man. Great to have you back. And before we get into Jordan Curley, can we get a up to the minute live temperature check in Tempe, Arizona? Man, it's been a beautiful monsoon season. Actually, last year monsoon so months. So for those of you who don't know, Arizona in the summertime you have two summers. You have dry summer and you have wet summer. The first half of summer, it's like 110 and 0% humidity. The second half of summer, it's like 110 and 50, 60, <laughs> 80. <laughs> it depends. But um, last year, we didn't have any freaking rain. It was just, I mean, there's a drought going on, obviously, a mega drought in the Southwest. Um, but this, like the past two weeks, man, our, our monsoon season hit. The weather's dropped from like 110, 115. It was 98, 97. It was a high of 82 just a few days ago. Uh, we had rain for two or three straight days. Uh, there's flash floods everywhere. We went up and we went swimming yesterday up in Sedona. So uh, Arizona is actually freaking beautiful right now. Knock on wood. Wow. Hope it'll last, it'll last a while. That's awesome, man. Tell the uh, tell the fantasy footballers we say hi. Jordan, what's up with you, man? How are you feeling in the Bay Area? Uh, pretty good. Nothing ever gets up to 82 here. Pretty much always stays the same temperature year round. <laughs> we know that. Part of the reason why I love it here. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. Uh, also, notice I was the only one without a San Francisco hat, despite the fact that I'm the one living here now. So, right, I had one. one. Should have worn it. All, all good, brother. Jordan is currently where Curly and I grew up, which is a lot of fun. So, let's have some fun, boys. I'm going to bring everybody in here. We got a big podcast for you, and we have a big draft room ready for us to get going. For the viewers on YouTube, you can check out the draft board here. And, of course, podcasters, I will do my very best as we go along to update you as we get through this. We are going to go live right now in three, two, one. Nick Tui on the clock here. Kamish coming up after that. We have all sorts of folks in the place with us this uh, evening. I'm very excited to have a full draft room. Once again, we're doing a super flex mock draft, redraft, PPR. So this is not Dynasty style. And we are going to have rookies involved here. Superflex, redraft, PPR. Now, I'm drafting out of the fifth spot today. Lucas, also co-host of the TCK pod, in the fourth spot. And Jordan, you are in the eighth. And Curly, you're in the ninth. So you guys are back-to-back. Jordan, we'll start with you here. If the chips fall, are you going quarterback early here? Or are you going to try to take advantage of one of these top wide receivers or running backs falling to you? Yeah, I mean, I think think given the amount of wide receiver starting positions we have here, we're starting two on the roster. I'm definitely not going to go with a top tier wide receiver. I don't think, uh, I think I'll be okay. Even if Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers back now, Tyreek Hill are available at me at the 1.08. I think I'd still rather go with a top tier running back or a top tier quarterback, given that it's super flex rather than uh, drafting a wide receiver early. Fair enough. I am on the clock here. I'll talk to you. Mine and curly. I want to get your strategy. So I am going to go quarterback uh, McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, and Alvin Kamara went off first. I am looking at Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, or Lamar Jackson. I am going to go quarterback here. I just need to figure out which one I like. I do like Josh Allen quite a bit. I expect a big bounce back from Lamar. Curley's in the red zone. We'll get an update on the Cardinals here in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with Josh Allen here. I think he can keep it, keep it steady. We'll go with Josh Allen as my first pick at the number five slot. T-Strain coming up next. And then back-to-back Jordans. Um, so we heard from Jordan at the eight spot. Curly, what are you thinking? Again, are you hoping that a top-end running back falls to you? We're going to go with the top-end wide receiver, or are you going to stick with quarterback and try to get it early? 
Yeah, usually when I go go into any draft, I really don't care. I'm not looking for this player or that player. I'm just, especially the first few rounds where it's so important to get somebody reliable and not reach too much. Um, I'm just looking to get good value here. Definitely super flex. I definitely try to grab a quarterback early because if you don't, man, you're looking, you know, you're looking in the third, fourth, fifth round and you're looking at these uh, these not so top quarterbacks compared to some really good wide receivers and running backs. And it's really hard to grab. Oh, I don't know, not Matthew Stafford, but somebody ranked a little bit below him instead of um, instead of somebody there in the third round. So, yeah, I'll be looking I'll be looking QB or running back here this next pick. Jordan, you're on the clock currently, yeah. man. What are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, uh, I was actually hoping Kyler fell all the way to the eight. He didn't. Uh, I'm not feeling too comfortable with uh, Jonathan Taylor or Saquon in a, in a redraft this year. Um, so I'm going to go with Lamar. Uh, Scott, you spoke about him a little bit earlier, uh, thinking about taking him at the, at the five. Instead, went with Josh Allen. Um, I was actually trying to look, too, if this was a four-point passing or six-point passing uh, mock draft. But if it's uh, – I'm going to assume it's four-point passing. It's four because it's standard, but I usually always <laughs> yeah. do six in a league. Yeah, Curly, you're on the clock as well. You can make your pick whenever we'll come back to you. But it is a four-point technically with the scoring, um, but I always do six points. But that's somewhat irrelevant with the mock, but go ahead. Yeah, irrelevant with the mock, but in terms of backing up my pick of going Lamar over Dak, sure. uh, obviously the rushing upside of Lamar Jackson and the rushing touchdowns as opposed to being you know a true uh, passing quarterback. Absolutely. So you went Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray went after or went before you. Derrick Henry went after me. And then Curly, you're on the clock here at number nine. What are you going for here? Uh, yeah, I was looking at quite a bit of different running backs. Um, uh, I, I'm on this. I'm in the same boat about Jonathan Taylor. It's really hard to to. He's 50 50, right? Last season, half of us were about to drop him in the first half of the season. In the second half of the season, he's a top 10 running back. So it's really hard to expect what to get from Jonathan Taylor. Um, so yeah, I was looking at Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley. Um, that's hard to, to pick him over Zeke Elliott too. So um, I, I ended up going with Zeke Elliott just to take the safe route there, um, especially since there's there's a little bit of rumors of him slimming down, toning down a little bit and um, yeah, showing up to camp ready to go yesterday. I'm expecting a big year out of Zeke. Um... Oh yeah. Should, I mean, the Cowboys in general are going to have a big bounce back, but I am expecting a big uh, turnaround here from Zeke of last year. He's been absolutely dominant until last year when Dak went down. I expected the same, and he has trimmed up a little bit as well. Um, Curly, you're back on the clock. Let me read off the turn here, and we'll get back to your next pick. Zeke Elliott went off for Curly at number nine. Saquon went after him at 10. Dak Prescott, one, two, three, four, five. Fifth quarterback in the first round to go off at number 11. Josh goes with Aaron Jones and Travis Kelsey, Josh McDonough of the Commish Fantasy Football Podcast. And then Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill go back-to-back right before Curly's pick there. Uh, There's still a handful of quarterbacks left, plenty of running backs, and, of course, anybody after the first two um, wide receivers. Or you could go top tight end if, if that's what you're feeling. Curly, you're back on the clock. What are you feeling? And then, Jordan, you're right after him. Well, where is? Let me check out. Make sure I don't. Here, I'm just going to pick Jonathan Taylor right now. Um, yeah, I was super surprised that Jonathan Taylor is still around here. Um, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey just went before him. But I'm looking at Taylor, Chubb, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Diggs. Um, I would like to grab QB here for sure, but I think it's just a little too early to reach for Herbert over Jonathan Taylor. So. I guess I'm going to start out with a, a zero QB approach here. A nice stack, though. Zeke and Jonathan Taylor is a quality 
run. And that's a crazy thing about Superflex, man. Like quarterbacks are so important, but if for some reason you don't go quarterback, the value you can get at other positions is 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 just unparalleled um, compared to yeah. redraft. You're just going to have to make it up at quarterbacks later. All right, Jordan, you're back on the clock, man. What are you feeling? Yeah, th- this pick, uh, I was also surprised Jonathan Taylor was, was falling and uh, probably didn't I would have. Um, but I also think even in a super flex, I'm, I'm not too worried about grabbing a second QB, uh, too early. And so I'll take my first running back in Nick Chubb. I think after Nick Chubb, the running back, there's a little bit of a break here, uh, after those that have been taken and he might be the last top tier after maybe Eckler, uh, as well, since we're in a PPR. I love it. And, uh, Nick Chubb goes, um, I'm very high on Nick Chubb this year as well. Missed five games last year. I think he's gonna have a huge bounce back as well. My man, Jay Herbs goes at number seven here. Um, and then Russell Wilson as well. So when I'm looking at quarterback, I was going to go Justin Herbert. Um, and I think maybe Jordan, uh, Steinman knew that. So they (laughs) cut me off if they listened to the show here. So I would have gone Justin Herbert, but he's been picked. So my strategy is going to change a little bit. Um, next quarterbacks up Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Jalen hurts. I'm on the turn ish with about 10 picks. I think I can get another high quality one if I want them, but I'm looking at other positions here. Running backs, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, Stefan Diggs, nuke DK, and then Kittle and wall are also available. Um, for science, I think I'm just going to go here and go with the stack because it fell to me. I have nothing wrong with Stefan Diggs coming at me. And so my first wide receiver is going to be Stefan Diggs and I have Josh Allen as well. We do have the turn here. Lucas is up and then we have uh, fantasy football truth, the commission, Nick Tui up as well up on the turn here. And we are cooking today. I'm really enjoying the, uh, fluidity of this mock draft. I'm going to be back on the clock and. Let's see, George Kittle goes, Najee Harris goes. I'm looking probably at another high-profiled wide receiver or Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon if they fall. Um, I probably am looking in order. I'm probably looking at Eckler, Mixon, uh, let's see, DeAndre Hopkins and DK Metcalf. Those are my four I'm targeting. There's five picks before me. Let's let's hope that one of those think, guys falls to me. Dropping that far, man. I don't. How how is Eckler going after Najee and Gibson right now? Yeah, and and yeah. and PPR too. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes uh, and, and Nick Tui up again here uh, on the turn. He's got CMC and Aaron Rodgers, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, George Kittle goes after me with Stephon Diggs. So you guys are looking here. So Curly's got two running backs, very, very good running backs, top five drafted running backs for the most part. And, Jordan, you have Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb. I have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I'm going with that Buffalo Bills stack. And I can promise you there's no way in hell I'm getting any of the running backs out of Buffalo, so I'm, I'm good with the Bills at this point. Nick Tui goes Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow back-to-back, has CMC, has his quarterbacks locked up, and now he can hit wide receiver and tight end for quite a while. If you're not used to doing super flex and you start doing mocks and stuff like the draft strategy and the type of players that are falling in certain rounds is just so unique. If you do redraft, redraft, redraft constantly. So I think that's why it's important that we pull this up. Um, Any quick surprises before we get into my pick here, guys, Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. Any surprise your team or not um, in the first round, either good value or maybe, somebody that has, uh, you know, was going a little bit too early for you. 
Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of good value, it's, it's someone who up oh, just went off the board. Uh, yep. In Austin Eckler, I mean, I'm going to try to count quickly. RB14 off the board in a PPR format, I think, is is an extreme value. Um, interestingly enough, that the the team that got him is now Cook, Harris, and Eckler. Um, so pretty pretty robust uh, running back room. I think uh, someone who may have gone a little bit earlier than I would have taken him, taken him I would have been Derek Henry. Um, similar to Austin Eckler, we're in a PPR draft that I think Henry loses some of his value because of uh, his lack of passing work in that offense. Um, and in a, a super flex draft there too, if I didn't like the running backs there, I'm happy to have taken Kyler, Lamar, Dak uh, over Derek Henry. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to put my pick in quick, and then Curly, we'll get to you with uh, maybe a surprise in this first couple of rounds. So on the turn, Burrow, Clyde Edwards-Alaire goes before Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, again, going at RB14 in this draft, which is insane. Calvin Ridley goes after him, and I was looking at Calvin Ridley as well. But because Eckler and Ridley go off, um, I was looking at DK. I was also looking at Nuke, but I don't have a running back yet. And in Superflex, with all these guys going off, after Mixon, there's a giant tier, in my opinion. I wanted to make sure I was a part of that. I know Mixon's a bit sketch. There's a lot of... Uh, different mindsets on uh, Joe Mixon this year, but I believe in him. I believe in the offense uh, with Joe Burrow healthy and Chase in there now to uh, back up the safeties um, and linebackers. I think Joe Mixon is going to have a lot of room to run there. So I like that pick. I have Allen, Diggs, and Mixon. DK and Nuke go right after me. And Jordan, you're back on the clock. Curly, you're on deck. Yeah, so this pick is actually a, a pretty easy one for me to make. Um, given that tier break that you mentioned after Mixon, I'm not looking at any of these running backs. I, I don't differentiate too much between all the quarterbacks that are available. I'm, I'm happy to take them later as my super flex. So I'm going to take what I think is the largest positional tier drop right now, uh, taking Darren Waller as the third tight end off the board. I think every one after, obviously, those top three has you know, questions, uh, associated with each of them uh and rather than rolling the dice i'm happy to to take waller and plug that spot uh for the whole season i considered it at my pick as well but because joe mixon was there if mixon would have gone and it was like ridley dk and nuke as my wide receivers i already have digs i may have gone waller there but i had to get like solidify that top running back in my opinion so i passed on him but i think that was a great call from you curly you're up again man and you're gonna have another pick here in about five yeah, I got 20 seconds left on the clock, but I, I'm thinking I'm just going to go AJ Brown here. Um, I was really thinking I need I just need to grab a QB either way. Um, Don't force looking, it. <laughs> I got, right, I've got AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, Dobbins, Kyle Pitts. So I'm going to go with AJ Brown here because I, I definitely have him ranked way higher than Justin Jefferson, just because. Um, I mean, we forget about Adam Thielen, right? So I think AJ Brown is going to dominate, and Julio Jones coming in, I just think that's going to open up more of the field for him. Um, and, I mean, the, the, the poor guy has been playing injured too the past couple of seasons. So if he even comes in completely healthy, I think AJ Brown is obviously going to dominate. So, so yeah, I was <laughs> the QBs that just went after I made that pick too. We have Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill. So I might be regretting that pick because I was looking at reaching for. Uh, Brady or Tannehill or even uh, Matt Stafford. I, I was definitely not going to go with Hurts, Jalen Hurts that early because he might not even be on the freaking Eagles in in a couple <laughs> weeks. Right? He might be. Uh, he might he might be over on the Texans, which would be terrible, catastrophic. Um, so I'm hoping right now, uh, one pick away. I'm hoping uh, Matthew Stafford makes it over to me. Otherwise, uh, I might really be be waiting on QB. 
That's a great call. And you're pretty much back on the clock here, man. So take us through your, your mindset and I'll read off the picks after you guys pick again. Sure. So we've got uh, DeAndre Swift, Dobbins. I'm set at running back, so I'm not really looking at these guys. Uh, Kyle Pitts, probably a little too early for me. Um, rookie tight end. Yeah, you never know um, how they're going to perform, even though I think he'll he'll be just fine this year. Michael Thomas, obviously, he'll be dropping down. Allen Robinson. Um, Allen Robinson, I have ranked pretty high this year. I think yeah. he's going to dominate, especially now that hopefully he has a freaking QB. He's got two half a QBs right now. We'll see which one steps up. So, yeah, I'm looking at Swift, Dobbins, Pitts, Thomas, um, Rob Allen Robinson, Josh Jacobs. I'm going to go with Matt Stafford, though. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Trevor Lawrence. There's no way I'm going with Trevor Lawrence over Matthew Stafford, especially now with the Cam Akers news. I think that just gives Stafford a little bump up. This running game for the uh, for the LA Rams, it could it could be a bit atrocious, honestly. Um, so I think uh, I think they're going to have to turn to Stafford quite a bit to uh, to win to win games this year. So I'm going to go with Stafford there. Totally agree. And Jordan, you're up in just a second here, but you're. Um you walked through everything I would have recommended to you um, with all these QBs falling or all these QBs going off the board. You're, you're, I think you're one of what three teams that didn't have a quarterback yet. And some teams have two already. So if you don't get Matt Stafford, who again, I think is ranked always as a high end QB two, low end QB one, but has the ceiling of QB six. He just doesn't run the ball, so that separates him. But he's like QB, you know, that Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill area, um, seven, eight, nine, you know, uh, is where Matt Stafford definitely can be. And I agree with you um, where he was with the Acres news there. So good move there, uh, Curly. You went with AJ Brown, then Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill, Keenan Allen, David Montgomery, and then you picked again with Matthew Stafford. Jordan, you're back on the clock, man. You have uh, Jackson Chubb and Darren Waller. Um, looking at a wide receiver, um, but you're pretty much uh, pretty much good everywhere else. What are you feeling with this next pick? Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I, I think eventually I'm going to have to start turning the wide receivers here. Got to start two of them at some point. Um, but what I was looking at was the teams that are drafting behind me on this draft board. Uh, you know, the other Jordan right behind me had uh, no running backs yet. Uh, you only have one running back. Actually, now the four teams all behind me as well as uh, Nick Tui in the one only had one running back. And I felt like the tier of running back that I would have been looking at uh, coming back after this turn may not have been the tier that I want as my RB2. Um, so I took the guy that I think in a PPR draft, uh, I'm okay taking Swift, given that the receiving options in Detroit are just awful. Uh, kind of reminds me of my Eagles, uh, although I'm glad they now have Devonta Smith. Um, but if he's going to be getting passing work out of the backfield, his only competition for targets, I think really is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, I'm okay with having Swift as an RB two, potentially getting some, you know, five to six late dump offs and check downs late in the game when, when the lines are trying to climb back, um, that's my RB two. There you go. All right. Josh Jacobs goes after that. JK Dobbins goes next. I was considering, J.K. Dobbins there. I think that's, again, great value. Um, we're looking at J.K. Dobbins at basically like RB20 at this point. Values, again, in Superflex, values on quarter, quarterbacks um, skyrocket, so therefore the running backs and uh, the wide receivers plummet. Okay, so running backs, I'm probably going to punt. Um, I'm going to look for some PPR guys later. Michael Thomas would be great, obviously, here, but he's going to miss probably half the season. Quarterbacks, Curly, I'm with you. I'm not looking at Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield. 
Maybe nice in another round or two, but not here in the third or fourth, excuse me. Um, but you brought up a name last time, Curly, and uh, I'm surprised he's still around. Let me just make sure. All right. I'm going to go with Allen Robinson here. 150 targets in back-to-back wow. seasons. He has the touchdown upside. Um, again, even if it's Andy Dalton, it, he's going to get peppered. And Darnell Mooney, I think, is a great young stud coming up as well. But ultimately, Allen Robinson is going to get the work. He's got touchdown upside. This is a full PPR league. So if he's able to get, you know, 100-plus catches, um, that's going to be dynamite. And that separates him from Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, in my opinion, um, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones. I love every one of those guys. But in a full PPR with the workload we've seen for two years in a row with Allen Robinson and an upgraded quarterback, even if it's Andy Dalton, um, I do uh, like that quite a bit here in the fourth round. Terry McLaurin and CeeDee Lamb have gone off. Kamish is back on the clock. Before we get too much further, I do want to give a quick shout-out before I am uh, back on the clock here. And I want to give a shout-out to our friends at the Jersey Jungle. You're listening to all these names. You can go to the Jersey Jungle on Instagram, the Jersey Jungle. Hit the promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. You can do football, baseball. They have Olympic jerseys. They have rookie jerseys, home and away, basketball, soccer, World Cup jerseys, whatever you're feeling. You can go to the Jersey Jungle, authentic stitch and twill jerseys, really nice, fit great, just like the players have on the field. You can customize them as well. Hit up the Jersey Jungle on Instagram, the Jersey Jungle. Hit up my man Trenton. Let him know that Sky and the TCK crew sent you 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three. While we have a bit of a lull in the action, gentlemen, uh, Curly, we'll start with you. It's been quite a while. One player, one player in the entire NFL right now, you could have their jersey. Who would it be? One player? Hmm. Well, it would have been Cam Akers uh, a couple of weeks ago because I had him on hey. pretty much a couple of my dynasty teams and keeper keeper league. Um, luckily, like a couple months ago, when I when I realized I had Cam Akers on just about every dynasty league, I I decided to diversify a little bit, and I traded I traded Cam Akers and Michael Thomas away for Matt Stafford, a one five, and uh, and Chris Godwin, and I ended up picking uh, Najee Harris with that one five. So, um, holy cow, I feel bad for the guy I made that trade with, but uh, I'd go with Cam Akers. <laughs> I, I like it, Jordan. How about you? Yeah, I was, I was trying to think while uh, while you're asking the question. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of the throwback jersey. So getting anyone uh, who's retired my favorite jersey right now that I have is Brian Dawkins. Um, Ooh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who would I – I mean, I don't have an Ocho Cinco jersey. And I feel actually – maybe this is because I just read a tweet from him earlier today about how he wants to get signed by the Saints. Uh, okay. He's, he's saying he'll play for free. He just needs, he needs food and shelter and whole, whole play. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's a great personality. Um, and you know, he's also never played for my team. So it'd be good to, uh, diversify my, my Jersey portfolio a little bit. I like but, that, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of the throwbacks as well. I have quite a few, um, Sean Alexander, uh, Marcus Allen on the Chiefs, because uh, I just won't get a Raider jersey. Um, I have, uh, let's see, Earl Campbell, uh, Barry Sanders. Um, I'm going to get a few uh, few extras as well. All right, let's uh, catch up the listeners here on the picks. My last pick was Allen Robinson. After that, we got about nine until my next one here. Terry McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb, Miles Sanders, Mike Evans, Kyle Pitts goes. 
ahead of, let me check my math here. Kyle Pitts does go ahead of Darren Waller and Mark Andrews. And remember, folks, this is a redraft league, not dynasty. Amari Cooper, Matt Ryan, DJ Moore, and I'm back on the clock here in the fifth round. I have two stud wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson. I've got Joe Mixon. I've got Josh Allen. I looked at the quarterbacks, but again, still kind of that middle tier. I'm not really feeling it yet. Still some great wide receivers. I'm not really crazy about the running backs. I'm going to pass on the tight end for another couple rounds maybe. Uh, my man Julio Jones, I just, out of principle, I can't let Julio Jones fall past me in like the third or fourth round in, in regular and in super flex. The fifth round is just not going to happen. Um, I know he might give me eight games, but those eight games, he's probably going to be a top 10 wide receiver minimum. And um, one of my favorite players of all time is just a straight up homer pick. I got to go with my man Julio in the fifth round. Chris Godwin, who I was thinking about as well, goes after him. And then Kareem Hunt and Jordan, you are back on the clock. And once again, Curly on deck. Yeah, I was hoping that that uh, Godwin had fell to me here. Um, I think a lot of the wide receivers here are kind of in that in the same tier. So I don't think I'm really getting anyone at the tier break, which I love to do. But I am going to go and get my guy. I think Cooper Cup is going to have a huge year this year, especially after the K-Makers news. Um, you know, does mean more, probably more targets, more receptions, more touchdowns uh, for Cooper Cup. Uh, Love it. So I'll take him as my wide receiver one. Love that pick. Big Cooper Cup I'm gonna, guy. I'm going to grab his BFF. I'm going <laughs> to grab Robert Woods. Smart. Um, for all the same things. Especially, I mean, he's yeah. he's he's going to get a bump up even in the running game too with those little jet sweeps and uh, yeah. and everything that McVay, he, he loves Robert Woods, just tinkering with him. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Robert Woods. I'm looking, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is up here. I really would, would like to grab another QB, but – I think it's still way too early for a rookie quarterback. Um, Chris Carson is a great value here. Daryl Henderson, we'll see. Mark Andrews and Hawkinson are great too, but I'm going to go with uh, uh, Robert Woods if I can find him before my clock runs out. Yeah, I'll go with Robert Woods. He's just too great of a value. I agree. I love them both. I do have an edge to Cooper Cup just because of the touchdown upside, but again, full PPR, Robert Woods kind of closes the gap. These guys could absolutely finish back-to-back, whether it's wide receiver – 15-16 or wide receiver 8-9, frankly, if they get those touchdowns. And again, Cam Akers being out, Matt Stafford coming in. Uh, I, I say this every single time we talk about Matt Stafford in, in any grip. I've done about four episodes on the Rams and him specifically and always mentioning the upgrades across the board uh, over Jared Goff. And especially deep down the field is really important. The accuracy down the field is really going to help uh, Cup and Woods. So those are two great picks, guys. Deontay Johnson goes off the board. And then we have Michael Thomas goes off. Now, now this team is clearly stacked. Dak Prescott, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and Michael Thomas. So here's one strategy that I don't necessarily agree with in the fifth round, but let's talk through this really quick. He's got three wide receivers you're never going to take out of your lineup, period. They could all finish top ten straight up. Adams, Jefferson, and, and Keenan Allen. Michael Thomas is falling to the – almost the sixth round because of his injury if he comes back and he's healthy and any of those guys go down or now it's middle of bye week season and all that kind of stuff and the saints are clicking a little bit that's an insane off the bench player to have um who anybody else is going to be starting so if you're going zero rb you might as well and he ended up with chris carson which isn't terrible as your first running back in the sixth round so uh, it looks crazy on paper but i, I don't hate this 
strategy. Um, right before that, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, Darrell Henderson does go off. Brandon Ayuk, Chris Carson, Miles Gaskin. Curly, you're back on, and Jordan on deck. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence here. He keeps, he, I mean, he keeps dropping. I was, I was considering him last round, but um, uh, I thought it was just a little bit too early. But here in the sixth round in a super flex, I think, uh, I think Lawrence, he's still a gamble because we don't even know what the what the heck the Jags are gonna look like this year. It could be a complete mess. But right. uh, I think we're a lot of us are forgetting in the fantasy community that he is uh, a running quarterback as well. So I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence there and maybe pick up. Uh, another uh, quarterback in a few rounds just in case. I like it. Jordan, you're back up. Yeah. Um, and I really don't want to do this, but I think I have to. Uh, I'm not as high on Jamar Chase as everyone else is. Um, I think normally his draft cost is is just too high uh, from what I've been seeing in other redraft leagues, mocks, everything like that. Um but here taking him, I think, uh, with the upside that he has, if Joe Burrow is fully healthy, uh, with defenses having to cover Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, I think there's plenty to go around in that Bengals offense, uh, especially because they're probably going to be coming from behind in, in more games than not. Uh, so I think also I saw a stat the other day that they had the highest pass rate in, in neutral game situations as well. Right. Smart. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow was attempting something ridiculous, like 45, 50 attempts per game, which is obviously unsustainable an entire season, but maybe not in today's NFL. And like the reality is for half of the year, he was doing that. So was Dak. People were like, Dak was on pace for 6,000 yards. There's no way, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, for five games, that's what they did. So like maybe they change it up, but if he didn't get hurt, shit, I mean, who knows, right? Okay, so you went Jamar Chase, and then we had TJ Hawkinson go off, finally. Justin Fields go off, and then I'm looking on the board here, and Mark Andrews is still – I assumed Mark Andrews went off like three rounds ago. He didn't. Um, I was looking at quarterbacks, but at this point, they're all kind of the same in my opinion. Um, Running backs are the same. I have three great wide receivers. So I'm going to go with, again, a difference maker, I feel, in uh, Mark Andrews here at my tight end position. I feel good about tight end. Feel good about wide receiver. Now I can look at quarterback and running back the majority of the rest of the draft. Lucas went with T. Higgins, who I was also looking at with that pick. Mike Davis goes off four running backs for Fantasy Football Truth. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Austin Eckler, and Mike Davis to go along with uh, Matt Ryan and CeeDee Lamb. Kirk Cousins goes off, and Nick Tui has two picks here before the commish is back on the clock. So I will take this time really quickly to give another shout-out to another one of our sponsors, and that is the Red Zone Draft Boards. Yo, this one is a great one. So for those of you now, Curly and I have been in a re, in a home league for 12 years. For 10 of those years, up until the quarantine, we did a live draft. And those of us that were still in the state and still around used to group up in the house, play a game of poker, chips and salsa, get the grubs out, and have a live draft. It was a lot of fun. You can get that live draft board now at Red Zone. Draftwithredzone.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off. And as you know, Bobby reads this off for you, but I will as well. You get a championship ring. Those are usually 50 bucks as is. You get a championship ring. You get the draft board, a three-by-five-foot draft board, 14 teams, 20 rounds. You get 400-plus players plus customized uh, ring case as well. You get a last place sign if you guys want to talk a little smack in your league. Exclusive fantasy point cheat sheets. 
So when you go to a live draft, it's interesting because people bring in their cheat sheets from their own research. They bring them in from ESPN, Fantasy Pros, CBS, Yahoo, whatever. You get them from uh, Fantasy Points, which is one of the more accurate sites out there, dishing you out a printable set of rankings that comes with it as well. You get wall putty so you can stick it up on there so you don't have to take duct tape and rip off your um, wallpaper there. And then you get also the uh, draft order stickers and you get a donation also that goes to help kids play sports. So you get five bucks of every draft board helps kids play sports. There's nothing better than that. I'm very passionate about that in my personal life as well. So once again, hit up Red Zone Draft Boards at draftwithredzone.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off. All right, boys, I am back on the clock here in just a tick. Let's uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Okay, um, Travis Etienne, Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, Carson Wentz, and Trey Lance. Mother f- heck. Lucas takes them right before me. That's definitely a personal jab. That's 100%, 100% personal. I think, I think Jimmy G is still available since you know, oh. he's starting yeah, well, so I'll just I'm it. just I'm gonna take Mullins instead. I'll be I'll be good later. I just I wanted Trey Lance. All right. Um, well that changes everything. Uh Baker, nah. James Robinson, meh. I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna do it just because I'm gonna go with huge upside here and hope for the best and take the value with Odell in the seventh round. Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham solid uh, wide receiver course, assuming these guys stay healthy. And then uh, Josh Allen and Mark Andrews to go with my man, Joe Main Mixon. All right, we got uh, Dallas Goddard goes off the board. Now, um, Curly, you do not have a tight end, so I would assume at this point you're probably just punting to the end and, and you know hoping to get lucky uh, with a, a late-round sleeper. Deshaun Watson goes off, third quarterback. I did consider Deshaun Watson. Um in the uh, middle of the seventh round there. But, Jordan, you're back up. Curly, you're on deck. And, gentlemen, because of the shortened roster here, for sake of uh, time on the podcast, we only have three to four more picks. So uh, choose wisely. Jordan, you're back on the clock. Yeah, I think I took uh, this guy in our last mock as well, uh, but I'm going to do it again, uh, taking Tyler Lockett. I talked last time about how inconsistent he was last year. Over half of his games were worse than a wide receiver three finish. Um, but I am okay taking him as a wide receiver three on any of my redraft teams. I think he's going to finish, you know, if he does have the same inconsistency issues as last year, below that wide receiver three thrash mark a couple of times, but probably not too far behind one to, you know, five points a week. But those games that he does produce, he's going to win you that week. He's going to produce at the wide receiver one, uh, high end wide receiver two level. Humongous games from Tyler Lockett in those three, but 46 percent of his total fantasy points came in just three games he's been very consistent before last year we know that the wheels fell off of the seahawks second half of the year but you cannot have that kind of boom or bust in your wide receiver but good news for you jordan he is your third wide receiver but with the rookie and jamar chase we all expect big things but we'll see what happens and a new quarterback for cooper cup as well kind of a risky core there in my opinion curly you're back up man who are you feeling yeah, um, I decided to go with Javante Williams here. Um, nice. James, James Robinson's on the board. Noah, like you said, I need a tight end, but I mean, Noah, the only tight ends available right now are Noah Fant. Uh, here, let me pull it up. It's kind of that ted, tight end dead zone for me, like Noah Fant, Gasecki, Logan Thomas. I, I, I don't, I'm not on at all this year. Um, 
so I'm probably just going to wait, like you said, a few more rounds and pick up a, a couple of, of tight ends. But yeah, Javante Williams, oh, I'm back on the clock already, too. Um, let's see who we got. Tua, DJ Chark, Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith looks good there. I'm not really high on DJ Chark this year. Uh, Daniel Jones would be uh, not, not a terrible number three QB to sit on your bench just to uh, kind of grab and stash. But I'm sure Daniel Jones will be around next round or so. So Devontae Smith, I might have to go with Raheem Mostert's great value here, too, if he's still on the Niners. Jerry Judy, too. Hmm. Devontae Smith or Jerry Judy? I'm going to go Devontae Smith just because, um, I, you know, Philly <laughs> Philly doesn't have the most weapons right now. And, um, and yeah, I think he's going to go crazy this year. He'll be he'll be the main weapon for that team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stack up Man wide receivers there. Mock 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 draft tilt. You got an Eagle yeah. fan, Eagle fan on air, and Curly's about oh, to yeah. go Jerry Judy and he goes with Devonta Smith. I like it. Jordan, how are you gonna rebound here, buddy? I don't know. Uh <laughs> I was preparing my script. I was full I was, commitment. To- <laughs> I was ready to just say, okay, you you Passed on Devonta Smith. I'll happily take him, and <laughs> and now I have no mock draft tilt, ladies and gentlemen. It is real. Um, yeah, I mean, similarly, I don't love any of the wide. I now no longer like the wide receivers here. I now no longer like uh, ten seconds. Pretty much anyone. So I actually will go with Jerry Judy. I was hoping that Courtney yeah. Sutton fell to this point as well. I do prefer Sutton over Jerry Judy, um, but. Uh, you know, given my wide receiving core right now, I'm going to need someone to hit. And so at this point, uh, out of Lockett, Judy, uh, Jamar Chase, or Cooper Cup, I'm going to feel confident that on any given two weeks, I can find a matchup that's going to be sufficient to play at least as my wide receiver too. I like it. That's a good call. And uh, man, <laughs> that was some serious <laughs> mock draft tilt. I love that. That was good. That was good. It was good. It's serious, man. We're only a month out. It is. It's time. It's good practice, it's time to make right? Some, it, it is great practice because reality is like, again, Jordan, you're an Eagles fan, so you're like, yo, I'm definitely going to get my guy in the eighth round, whatever. And then, you know, J- Jerry Judy's awesome. It's not like you, yeah. you know, bombed a right. pick or anything. Um, but that's your guy. It's somebody you want. You're just like, oh shit, now I got to go. And with the worst uh, part about else. the worst part about it too is in all my my redraft leagues so far this year, I've yet to draft Devonta Smith on any <laughs> of my teams, any mocks. I have Hurts in a, in a couple leagues. I've got I got a good amount of shares of him. Um, but I, I haven't yet gotten Devonta Smith, and so I thought this was going to be the draft where I'll take him and the pick before. Nope. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we had, uh, let's see, Devonta Smith stolen uh, right under the, the, the nose of Jordan here. He goes with Jerry Judy. Then we have Debo Samuel, Tua Tagovailoa. I went with Raheem Mostert. Um, I do think he stays on the team. I know he's nursing us something because he always is, but the reality is he's he's the dog there. They're going to want him to to be there. There's no reason he's cheap still. He's he's a rare starting running back because he's been in the league six years doing nothing. That he costs them nothing to keep on the roster for depth minimum. He should be the starter while Trey Sermon uh, gets his feet wet. Um, in a redraft purpose, this late in the game, I need a second running back. I need a guy that's going to give me at least four weeks, and then I can hope a rookie pans out, hit the waiver wire, make a trade, do whatever. Raheem Oster should give me three to four unless he's just straight up cut, which I don't think will happen. Um, but I'm going to take Raheem Mostert here in the eighth round. Sam Darnold goes Juju off the board as well. The commish, 
has gone with Ronald Jones. Nick Tui back up for two more picks. And then uh, I will be back on the clock for my final pick. And before we do that, one more time, I want to give a shout out to our final sponsor of the program, one of Curly's favorites. I'm going to get into Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Banana based, not banana flavored. Sponsor the program, TCK, for 10% off of your order. Seekthespice.com. As you're checking out, make sure you let them know that TCK sent you. Once again, 10% off of your order here. Banana based, not banana flavored. You got the Mui Mui in the red, which is the extra hot, and you got the white label, which is a bit more mild. Now, Curly, you and I go back, man, like this is really weird to say, but you and I go back like 25 years, which is really bizarre. Um, you're you're a spice guy. I'm not. If I if my math is correct, your dad eats horseradish by like the spoonful. I think I've seen him do that. Um, you're a spice guy. I'm not. Uh, I, I asked Bobby this, and I like to ask our guests because I want to gauge the room. I think you'd be interested as a spice fan. If you could take any fruit and kind of, you know, manipulate it into a hot sauce, what fruit would you like to do that with? Hmm. I made a, I made a mango salsa a couple of days ago, so probably a mango. Mangoes go good with uh, hot Bobby sauces. Went, Bobby went mango as well. I think that's a pretty popular one for hot sauces. Sweet, yeah. little tang, nice, uh, nice kick. Um, and, yo, ladies and gentlemen, this man – Oh man, used to make a weekly chili uh, back in the day when we were roommates. It was like the best when you're in college. You have like nine dollars. You throw it all into one pot and you live off of it for a week. It was the best, man. You make incredible habanero hot sauce. Um, so appreciate that. I miss I miss your grubs, bro. All right, so we have bombing in hot sauce one more time. Seekthespice.com TCK promo code ten percent off. Let's catch you up here. DJ Chart goes off. Melvin Gordon goes off. Jalen Waddle, LaVisca Chenault, Lucas is up, and then I am up. And we have two picks left, only 10 rounds be sake of the podcast. We're trying to speed it up here. Of course, we can go forever. We will do that eventually, but I'll make it happen. Um, Lucas is looking at my roster very intently and knows exactly what I'm going to do every pick. <laughs> so <laughs> he picks Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's probably the only quarterback I want anymore. Um, but I need a second one. But I am – I mean, with two – Two picks left. I need to pick a, a, a quarterback here. Um, Daniel Jones is not <laughs> sexy, but I'm thinking about it. Derek Carr, out of principle, I can't. You know what? I'm going to punt one more time because I got another one. I'm just going to do who's not going to be picked yet. And I got to go with my man Trey Sermon hmm. because I need to lock up that 49er backfield. I feel really good now about my running backs and my team overall because if him goes down, I have Sermon. I've got Mixon as well, and I will be picking a quarterback in my last pick in the 10th round uh, to solidify my team. T-Strain is back on the clock here, and then um, Jordan Steinman is up, and then Jordan Delavalle. So, Curly and Jordan, you have two picks each left here. Jordan, we'll kick off with you. You've gotten four wide receivers in a row after not picking one until the fifth round. What are you feeling? Yeah, I'm in a similar boat as you. I haven't taken a quarterback with since Lamar in the first. Uh, I also was targeting Fitzpatrick here. Sounds like there's zero percent chance he was making it back, but at least it wasn't right before me this time. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm essentially between Derek Carr and Daniel Jones. Um, and in the event of a tiebreaker, I'll go with Derek Carr since I already have Waller. Um, I really don't love either of these, to be honest with you, but given who was left, uh, the fact that I felt like I had to go four wide receivers there in the middle, given that I waited so late, 
this is where we are in the draft. Derek Carr, QB 13 last year somehow with no weapons and terrible coaching. Uh, I think he could absolutely take a step with Brian Edwards coming back, Henry Ruggs getting a second year in, Darren Waller, of course, being unguardable. And um, Kenyon Drake, I'm telling you, folks, Kenyon Drake is a sleeper for me. I, I think he could really do some work uh, in Las Vegas there. And I don't hate Josh Jacobs, but if Josh Jacobs slips and he hasn't been terribly efficient, he just has scored a lot of touchdowns. Kenyon Drake, I think, is is getting slept on in the fantasy community. So uh, keep an eye on him, and, and he's a nice pass catcher for Derek Carr there as well. Curly, you're back on the clock, man. Uh, your second to last pick. What are you feeling? Yeah, I was really looking at tight end for the past five minutes as this pick has been coming back around to me, um, especially looking at Robert Tunyon. Um, I was looking at Logan Thomas, Robert Tunyon, who are available, but um, uh, I, I saw Michael Carter sitting there still in the ninth round. Uh, that could be a huge uh, league winner, too, especially um, with the Jets, uh, with, the, with the new coaches heading over there. They might have a heavy run scheme. So we, we have no idea what the heck the Jets are going to look like this year. Um, I'm sure they have a, a young quarterback, so I'm sure they're going to run the heck out of the ball. So Michael Carter was too good to pick up. Then Logan Thomas, of course, goes right before it uh, comes He got back paid to today, baby. He got paid. <laughs> so uh, I'm def- I definitely actually have uh, Robert Tunyon uh, ranked higher uh, than Logan Thomas just because Fitzpatrick – um, you know, he doesn't really target his tight end all that much, actually. Right. He does like to like lock on to one wide receiver. So I think Logan Thomas is is a, is a bit of a wasted pick this year. Robert Tunyon finished number four in PPR, number three in standard. So that's an easy pick for Tunyon there. And Robert Tunyon, of course, gets his quarterback walking in the building yeah. uh, this right. morning. All right. So Robert Tunyon off the board there. I think that's a great pick. Logan Thomas gets paid. Mike Kosicki, Zach Wilson, Antonio Brown. Do not forget about Antonio Brown in your drafts, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Jones, Damian Harris, and Michael Carter uh, in between Curly's picks. Jordan, you're back on the clock, man, for your final pick, and we've got a few more until mine, and we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, so I was looking at my lineup. Notice I only have two running backs. Uh, whether or not I'd make this pick here or gamble and wait for it to, to come around on the 11th if we were going extra rounds is a, is a debate, but since it is my last pick, I'll just make it to talk about him. David Johnson. It feels gross, uh, but um, <laughs> he, he is, uh, you know, a per- pretty good pass catching back. I do obviously expect, like everyone else, the Texans to be uh, behind in most of their games. I'm not worried about Lindsey. I'm not worried about Mark Ingram. I'm not worried about – is Rex Burkhead still even in – I think he got cut, didn't he? He will eventually. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm also trying to – it's too hard to count all the way down here. Uh what RB he was taken off the board, but I promise you he's probably going to outperform what looks like RB 30. Yeah, I agree. I just pulled up his player card. I got to make my pick here, but I just put up his player card and he still finished, you know, again, a back end uh, wide receiver or running back one. Okay. I got to pick a quarterback here um, just to fill out my roster. So it's, it's between big Ben, um, big Ben, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, uh, Mac Jones, yada, yada. Again, we would have a much deeper roster in that case. I will end up picking another running uh, a quarterback, excuse me, or two. So because I'm looking again at like looking at the first three weeks, four weeks of the season for sure to make sure that I'm dialed in, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going with Cam Newton. I just did a uh, feature with Bobby with our studs 
duds, breakouts, and sleepers last episode. Bobby and I broke down the AFC East, and our deep sleeper, each one of our deep sleepers, was Cam Newton. I went into it in depth. Look, I only ate passing touchdowns. I get it. It's pathetic. But if he only gets up to 15, which is still pathetic, he's going to absolutely exceed his uh, ADP. He had 12 rushing touchdowns last year. He's got another year off the surgery. They flushed out all of his terrible weapons last year, and they brought in two great tight ends, You know Nelson Aguilar, whatever, my man Kendrick Bourne, whatever, but they're better weapons than they were last year. Um with Demir Bird and and uh, uh, you know Nikhil Harry, um, so I like Cam Newton here. And again, in the tenth round, you could probably even get him later in most drafts. But I got him in the tenth here to solidify my roster because of our roster settings. Um, but I uh, like that pick there to kind of fill up my spot. And I've got Josh Allen and Cam Newton, who are both two of the best running quarterbacks. We're about to wrap up the draft here. I want to thank everybody. Thank you for. Joining. Bam. Let's get through the rest of this here. We'll uh, review our rosters. Boys, while I am going through the last couple of picks, please look through your roster and cherry pick one of your favorite picks that you got value on, that you enjoyed. You were like, good, I'm, I was stoked to get this guy. And then find a player maybe that, in hindsight, you may have picked somebody else in that position if you weren't under the gun with only 60 seconds on the clock. Again, I went with um, – Let's see, last couple picks. Curly went with Robert Tunyon, David Johnson to Jordan, Leonard Fournette, Kenyon Drake went right before me. Then I went with Cameron Newton, Tony Pollard, Irv Smith, Rob Gronkowski, and to wrap up the draft here, Nick Tui as well. So let's pull it up here. And Curly, we will start with you, my man. Let's highlight your team. And for the podcasters, please roll down your team here just in a by round is fine. Um, let us know who you picked in order and then find – your best value pick, and then maybe a pick that you may have changed if you were to look in hindsight going back on it. Right. Sure. I went with Zeke in the first at the 1-9 spot, uh, Jonathan Taylor in the second round, A.J. Brown in the third. Um, finally had to grab my first QB in the fourth round, went with Matt Stafford. Robert Woods in the fifth, in the 5-9, that's a pretty good value there. Trevor Lawrence in the sixth, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't feel great about Trevor Lawrence as my second QB, but as you said, Sky, not too long ago, um, if there were more rounds, more bench spots, I would definitely have a couple backup QBs behind Trevor Lawrence there, um, especially for the first few weeks, like maybe go with a Cam Newton or somebody who I know was starting. Anywho, uh, Trevor Lawrence there in the sixth, uh, Javante Williams in the seven, uh, Devontae Smith in the eight, Michael Carter nine, and Robert Tunyon in the 10th round. Um, like I just said, anything that I regret a little bit, like maybe instead of going with Trevor Lawrence, um, two, two picks later, Hawkinson went and, uh, two, two picks after that, Mark Andrews went. So I could have gone with Hawkinson or Andrews, uh, uh, you know, a pretty, a, a top five tight end there instead of Trevor Lawrence in the sixth round. And then I could have grabbed, let's see who went in like in the seventh Baker Mayfield. He's all right. Um, uh, but yeah, Trey Lance, Carson Wentz. Uh, Tua, Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, all these guys went on later. So, yeah, I could have done that. Um, and then a pick, a crazy value pick. Let's see here. I mean, Robert Woods is always a good crazy value. Um, I think I'll go with Mark, Michael Carter in the ninth because, like I said, I was really targeting a tight end right there. But uh, I was surprised that he was still around. 
Um, he is a huge gamble. He could be just a wasted pick, but it's the ninth freaking round. So that's the, you know, that's, that's when you really, you're, that's when you're trying to win the league right there, right? You have to make those picks. Otherwise you're going to finish third, fourth, fifth. And who the hell wants to, you know, finish second, third, fourth, fifth. So yeah, Michael Carter, great value there. Um, he could be, he could be a top 15 RB this year. Awesome, man. I agree with those picks. And it's always nice to get a stack. And you got Matt Stafford in the fourth in a super flex, which is nice value. And you got Robert Woods right behind him there. So you got that teammate stack. I like that a lot. Jordan, let's move on to yours, man. Same thing. Roll your roster and uh, give us your value and uh, maybe somebody you would have swapped out. Yeah, sure. Uh, started off with Lamar Jackson in the first, Nick Chubb in the second. Grabbed uh, Darren Wallers, my tight end, in the third. Moved on to Devon, or, uh, geez, DeAndre Swift in the fourth. Had my little wide receiver run of Cup, Chase, Lockett, and then Judy in the fifth through eighth. I think I might grab my second QB in Carr in the ninth, and then David Johnson in the tenth. Um, in terms of greatest value, I, I counted while we were finishing up the draft. Uh, it's a value because he will outperform this finish. Uh, David Johnson was the 36th running back off of the board. <laughs> That is Ooh, the starter. <laughs> that is the definition of value for a guy who has proven to be a pass catching back in a offense that will be passing uh, and trailing a lot. He's also the presumed starter, and like I mentioned, I'm not worried about him splitting time with Philip Lindsay, or Rex Burkett, or whoever else they have on that team. Mark uh, Ingram, Mark Ingram, going to be cut. Philip yeah. Lindsay will probably be the backup. Rex Burkett yeah. probably going to get cut as well. Yeah. So I agree there. David Johnson's a steal in the. 10th yeah. at RB 36. It's insane. And in the, in the very small chance that Watson somehow decides to play for the Texans, that's yeah, just even better for uh, David Johnson. Um, the pick I'll redo. I mean, can, I wouldn't actually take Devonta Smith over Lockett, but can I say that just so I don't have the tilt in the eighth when he gets stolen from me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is your podcast, bro. Say whatever yeah, you no, want. No, I, I, <laughs> I wish I got Devonta Smith, but I wouldn't have taken him over Tyler Lockett. I, I still did like that pick. I think the uh, pick that I probably would have redid is, let's see, maybe Carr, actually. Um, I think I I was actually between Carr and Carter, Michael Carter there. Uh, and like Curly mentioned, I, I loved his, his mention of you don't want to finish third, fourth, fifth. Like, you want to finish first. And in the chance that Michael Carter does break out uh, and could be a top 24 back. I mean, that's someone that's potentially going to win you your league. Absolutely. Um, when, when you're out of the, what, eighth, 10th round or so, uh, obviously we're shortchanged on this draft, but when you're in the 10th round plus, you're looking for upside players that will produce a little bit because you don't want dead picks, um, but you need upside players. And Michael Carter is certainly that guy. Yeah. All right, let me get into my roster here and we'll get out of here. Uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs right off the top there with the Bills stack and with Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, Mark Andrews, Odell Beckham, uh, Trey Sermon, and Raheem Mostert for the 49er backfield, and then Cam Newton. So I've been looking at my roster while you guys have been talking, and I have like a few guys that I'm kind of stoked I got value on. <laughs> um, but I think Joe Mixon in the third round, that last tier, I, I, I like a lot. Um, so I think he's going to be my pick on value. But depending on how Cam Newton actually finishes, he's like the David Johnson of quarterback picks right now. I mean, again, if Cam Newton stays healthy, he plays like 14, 15 games. Let's say he gets 
seven, eight rushing touchdowns, which is probably a guarantee. Throws for 3,500 yards, which he wasn't even close last year. And let's give him 15 touchdowns, which is nothing. He's going to be an upper echelon QB2 with his rushing upside. And um, he's getting buried right now at QB32 right now, I think. Um, so I like Cam, but uh, I'll go with Joe Mixon just in the back of the third round here, uh, which you're not going to find in, in redraft single quarterback. The pick that I might throw back, um, I mean, I like Odell. Uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm one of the rare people like on his on his uh, back again this year. Um, but because of the risk, because I have three other incredible receivers, it was kind of a greedy pick, to be honest, to get Odell with the upside. So I'm not sure. I'm trying to look at the rest of the board. Um, who I would have gotten instead of him right here. Uh, could have gone another quarterback, you know, earlier. Um, but honestly, I don't hate the Odell pick, but that's probably the one that I could have swapped out just because we don't know what we're going to get. He looks good in offseason, but everybody does. So I'm going to go Joe Mixon as my value. Odell as maybe the fish I would throw back. All right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate you jumping on for this mock draft. Everybody that tuned in to the mock draft, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. This has been a lot of fun, man. This series of mock drafts, we're going to continue it one a week all the way through draft season through August. We're coming in hot. We have some great announcements next week. We have the listener leagues coming back that people have been bugging me about. we got a lot of things coming up on the horizon. Stay tuned. we got information for you uh, coming up next week. Bobby's got a guest for his breakdown of the NFC East. I do as well for the rest of this week. And if you missed our AFC East breakouts bust, sleepers and studs and duds um then make sure you tune it back one episode here curly it was really good to have you back man blessings to you and the missus and the family um again we're uh we're, we're besties off screen as well um it's been a long time again you're not much uh in the fantasy circle as far as an analyst and things like that um so you don't have to throw out your handles and things like that but leave us with oh, something leave it leave us with something that you're um looking forward to in training camp a player you really want to see develop, somebody maybe in a dynasty league or whatever. I know you lost out on Acres. Someone that you're just hyped on this year that that is like your guy heading into 2021. Um, my guy, I'm not sure about my guy, but um, I mean, it was such a weird offseason, right? With so much drama with Rodgers. Uh, we have Deshaun Watson. There's just a lot of weird drama. So um, I've been super excited with uh, with training camp starting. That now that we're getting we're getting to see who the heck is reporting and and what drama is real and and not so real. So that's one thing that I'm really excited about over the next few weeks is just is just finally being able to actually see what the hell is really going on to see the <laughs> truth and to really um, you know really get these rankings ironed out or these tiers ironed out. However you go about your process, um, but yeah. I, I agree, and it was it felt nice to go back into my rankings this morning, put Devontae Adams at the top, put Aaron Jones in the top 10, and feel good about it, versus like, right. I might have to move this. <laughs> and just like put them in their place, let it go, and now I can move on with my summer. Jordan, how about you, brother? Please let everybody know where we can find your content, and give me something that you're excited about, too, in uh, either Eagles land uh, or anywhere else uh, among the fantasy landscape as uh, training camps are underway. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at JDelValley7. Um, but in terms of what I'm most excited for, let's start with the Eagles, uh, is avoiding the Deshaun Watson trade and getting to see Jalen Hurts uh, break out. Um, it does carry over a little bit into my fantasy life because of how much uh, exposure I currently have to Jalen Hurts. Um, but I just think he's going to – he is set to uh, to ball out I with, agree. with Devonta Smith and – and his second year in that offense. Um, in terms of fantasy, um, 
Yeah, I think it's similar to you guys. I'm, I'm hoping to avoid some more of these injuries. I was uh, not a victim of the Cam Akers uh, injury, but I was of the Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thankfully not season ending, um, yeah. but uh, trying to get rid of some of them. Uh, can't seem <laughs> to do it. I dig it. I dig it. Right on. Well, you can find me on Twitter as well, SkyGuasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, on Instagram as well. Fantasy Football underscore TCK pod. Make sure to listen and re- give a rate and review anywhere you're listening to your Believe podcast networks. And make sure to follow us right here on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment and how you feel about our mock drafts. One thing I'm excited about, man, is just getting through the rest of this with minimal injuries. Last year was so brutal with injuries and COVID stuff. Hopefully COVID's not as much of an issue this season. Doesn't seem to be yet, but the injuries, man, were just absolutely annihilating and we've lost two big studs already um in cam makers and, and michael thomas so uh let's hope and my boy jeff wilson of course um let's hope uh we get better i appreciate everybody tuning in this has been another episode of the candlestick kids fantasy football podcast episode 419 in the books another mock draft we'll be back you with you next week for another mock draft this episode has been brought to you by bet online your online sports betting experts for my man curly it's been a long time, brother. Have to get you back real soon. And Jordan Delavalle, I am your host, Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.